I won't deny it. I'm a Southsider. You don't want to mess with me. Got the police rushing at me. But I'm calm because I'm smoking that CBD. Said I won't deny it. I'm a Southsider. You don't want to mess with me. Got the police rushing at me. But I'm chilling in the back of the VIP. Said she won't deny it. She's a Northsider. You don't want to mess with her. Got the police rushing at her. But they can't do nothing to a shamanic healer. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's Easter Sunday. It's a Lord's Day for sure. For sure. Hello, everyone out there. I'm Brian Tierney. This is the Blessed Life University podcast, the Blue Podcast for short. With me today is Tilsa D. Fernandez. She has a bio, but I left it off to the side and didn't bring it, so we're going to go without it, but it will be in the friggin' comments yes. um, with the links to where you can find this podcast. So hopefully you can find it and keep on listening to it and keep on tuning in. Absolutely. So welcome, Tilsa. Thank you for being here, co-host. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for um, having me on your platform. It's been an amazing ride um, and meeting all the guests here, too. It's all high vibing. For sure. I mean, you've been you've met a lot of good people we've had on so far, um, and already made the connections and start uh, start growing those relationships right away. Yeah. Awesome. Eh. Good stuff. Many more to come too. Exactly. <laughs> so super excited on that. You'll be uh, you'll probably bring some people in. I'll have some upcoming guests too. Um, yes. Awesome people. It uh, seems like some of the people that I'm planning on bringing in her in the real estate industry and it's getting to be a busy time so harder to get people in to uh to do these but uh i'll keep on trying absolutely i'll keep on trying i'm really trying hard to get um my friend rosa panaral she um left venezuela with her um children and came here not knowing much english and is now a top producing loan officer it's like tell us how you did that, that dang like that nice is awesome like Wherever there's a will, there's a way. And when you follow your heart and you put the work towards that, everything just falls into place where it needs to. So that's amazing. For sure. And it takes a lot of hard work, too. You know? Yes, it does. Especially if you're going to a country you don't know the language. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of resiliency. Um, a lot of stuff she had to overcome in order to get to where she's at. So that's freaking phenomenal. For sure. And uh, good on her for taking herself out of a bad situation, coming to a place with more opportunity. Yep. Hopefully it'll stay that way for many years to come. It will. I think once you reach, reach that success peak point, there's no going back after that. You'll learn how to pivot in life. Um. <laughs> oh, working in the topic there. We don't even tell anybody that. We're going to be talking about pivoting in life. Yes. Sounds like Rosa did it. Yes. She pivoted for sure. I feel like we all do to a certain extent. Like we all, every top producer, every entrepreneur, like we find different avenues to making things work out regardless of the circumstances. So I, I just feel like once you ground yourself, you put forth into your healing, um, things tend to like get rocky in your life. But then you you start pushing your effort to being the best version of yourself or chasing opportunity. And one thing you're not going to do, especially I'm uh, a daughter of an immigrant, um, 
like you came here to do exactly what what you wanted to um, to create the lifestyle that you wanted to and nothing's really going to deter you from that <laughs> I'm calm because I'm smoking that CBD mm -hmm. um, what do you think motivates you know entrepreneurs to move forward or keep on going I feel like for the most part we find a problem and we create solutions does this transfer over to all facets of life like is this not just you're applying to business but your own personal life yeah I I honestly feel like it be it starts off with your own persona um, and that segues anything that you're going through internally whether it's a lot of crap you start manifesting the same thing. You become a mirror to your life for everything around you. And as you either you get some chingona pants on. Chingona. Yeah. How do you say the male version of it? What chingon. That? Chingon. Yes. Chingon y chingonas. Yes. Chingon y chingonas. Chingons y chingonas. Yeah. Chingones. Cafecito con las chingonas. Yes. That's the podcast. <laughs> Um, so I just feel like, you know, once you once you make a determination, a decision, you just start. I feel like everything that's the GPS of the universe, right? Like your attention, your focus, the universe just starts putting you into places. Sometimes it's not comfortable either. Sometimes you got to go through a very difficult time in order to be that best version of yourself and is also looking at the adversity in your life and thinking that because that's what leads to your success sometimes of course that doesn't happen for everyone but if you have a clear mind and you have clear goals and you focus a little bit on healing everything else hashes out the way it should for sure uh i had a busy week this last week and my self-care was not good it was lacking probably from like Monday to around Wednesday or Thursday. And then finally Friday, I started exercising a little bit again. I had not exercised at all, I think from, well, if you count yoga on Monday night, that's, I mean, that is exercise. That is, it is yeah. it's a form of exercise. Didn't do really any self-care during the week, but I just started back again. I feel so good. And it's like, man, you gotta, gotta take care of yourself so you can bring good things to your work and to your creativity and to your job, you know? Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I feel like you need to definitely have that self-care once a day. Get it in now that you don't have children because once you have children, <laughs> that's it. You're going to regret not having your self-care every single day. Oh. I was just listening to Mike Tyson on the Rogan podcast and he was like talking about, you know, the day you begin is the day you, or the day you are born is the day you begin to die, right? Like we mm -hmm. we're all... This is a thing where it starts and you only have this finite amount of time. So I feel like you got to do your best to take care of yourself. The only problem is there's so many things that can pull you away from that. We were just, I mean, you're talking about kids now. Like how many more distractions <laughs> and things that I have in my life that could possibly take me away from the core things that we need to do for my, ourselves, right? Like yeah. exercise, eat well, sleep right, don't overeat. Don't be like compromising the bullshit you put into your body because you don't have enough time or something you got i try to figure this shit out because i want to feel good i try to eat good yeah it's definitely i you know i've been on my journey for since a long time my workout journey i had to start implementing it like in january and i do i do feel like so much better and you have to i feel like the way 
I was talking to a friend and I was telling her the way I take care of myself, that's how people show up in my life. So if I prioritize myself, even in my worst days, like that's how my friends show up in my life. Like they show up on my bad days. Um, when I'm not feeling well, obviously like you can't do much when your your health, your wealth is in your health. Um, so whether that be a toxic job, like you got to remove like all the toxicities and focus on yourself early. And I like to work out early in the morning, but sometimes it doesn't shake out that way. Because like you said, like there's so many things that gravitate to your attention, work, expanding your business, you know, networking events. We have all these cool things going on and sometimes not enough sleep and you definitely have to prioritize your sleep so you could get up early in the morning or have a flexible schedule where you can work out. For you, you have it here, right? Yeah, I work out in the basement, or today I actually just kind of exercised up here when I after I got everything set up for the podcast. Just brought up some weights, and um, I did like a little bit of yoga first, and got stretched out real good, and I could tell I was sore. I was like, I was at this comedy show last night, and they had a DJ afterward, and I didn't dance that much. I'm like, why is my ass so sore? I'm like, what is going on? Was I out there doing squats or something? I don't know. <laughs> but I got my yoga in. A little bit of weightlifting, a little bit of cardio, and it felt, like, really good. I was sweating a little bit, and um, that felt good because I had a couple drinks last night, so it's always good to kind of, like, sweat that out and feel good, took a mm-hmm. nice shower, and I'm ready to go podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get after it. Let's talk. You were talking about, you know, the self-care, but, yeah, there's a lot of distractions that can pull you away from that, and uh, I was just telling you before we started here, before we started recording that, Sometimes you don't have to do a crazy amount of it. Like I, today, true. I did like only a couple of sets and stuff like that. And I just, it just got the blood flowing. It's put a little stress on my muscles, made me feel good. I don't want to overdo it. I just wanted to feel good, you know. Yeah, iron get out, that blood iron flowing. Out some wrinkles. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Get my pain on the lower back or whatever. Tomorrow night's yoga night for me too. They do it on Mondays at the park. They're gonna start doing it again on Thursdays. That's cool too. All right, I'm gonna do that. That always feels really good. Keeps me stretched out, limber, in shape. That's you know I mean? awesome. I'm thinking back at, well, I had a fuckery <laughs> of a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the fuckery about? Oh, man. So I basically got fired for not getting vaccinated. Um, I work for Central States Pension Fund. so um, For the Teamsters. Yes. So it's like we're Teamsters servicing Teamsters. Um, so my employer decided to change the condition of employment. They mandated, um, they changed obviously our contract where um, they require everyone to get vaccinated for um, COVID. And this was never, like when I started six years ago, it was not a condition of employment. Um, and there was only two ways for us to get um, exemptions, one religious and the other one medical. Um, so they basically denied my religious exemption, um, despite being a minister myself and a shamanic practitioner. Um, I've completed well over 45 or even more um, religious exemptions for others, other coworkers, and obviously other people in the industry. They were all approved except to me. <laughs> so I feel like it was more so because obviously we had a strike three years ago, and that was them trying to weed out people that are activists and can mobilize people. And it, it was more so in retaliation of my activism, more so than 
them wanting to grant over the religious exemption. So when in doubt, always choose yourself. Um, I firmly believe that that not getting vaccinated is definitely something that I, I will not do as a mom of seven. What's in that vaccine is completely against my belief system. And I will not be injecting my body on something that's going to permanently change me for temporary dollars. And what I mean by that, it's just a job. It isn't a career. They're not guaranteeing your health after that vaccine. Um, at the end of the day, like uh, my belief system is always going to be there. This job is temporary. You know, unfortunately, it was a good one, but when in doubt, always choose yourself. So that's kind of where where I decided to that it was not for me, despite them denying my religious exemption. I decided like it's just not for me. So what they did is they made us uh, we were supposed to report back to work on Tuesday and they locked us out of work. So I went in. They're like, absolutely not. You're not granted because you're not vaccinated. So you need to go home. We have obviously equipment to work from home and we've been working fr from home for the past two years. Um, so they locked us out, myself along with 12 others. Um, and then we went back in Wednesday and Thursday. And then finally I get my termination letter Saturday morning stating that I had three unexcused absences. Well, no, not really because I actually came into work. Um, in our contract, it, all, it also states like they're not allowed to lock us out of work. So what they did is they used the attendance policy against us. Like we had to con we ha we had to like call in PTO days. I'm like, well, I'm willing and ready to work. And I sent it via email. And I also, you know, obviously I'm recording myself walking into work like I'm reporting here. It's not that I don't want to work. It's just the conditions that they're making me pretty much change myself for the sake of someone else's belief system. And we live in a free country and we're all allowed to obviously pick whatever belief system we want and go with that. And it's not being respected at the Teamsters. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a whole yeah, lot. It I is. mean, you had a lot of thoughts and they were pretty well organized um, about your feelings on it. And um, I mean, I stand with Tulsa. You know, we, we do yeah. share the same beliefs on that. Um, you know what? Let me just say one thing, too. Another thing is, like, when I was doing these exemptions for other, um, obviously for other groups, um, and I was doing research for the Christians, Pentecostals, and, you know, yada, yada, it all came down to the same thing. It really doesn't matter, like, what you're claiming as far as religion. We all have the same fundamental beliefs, like, abortions and although I am pro-life myself I always vote pro-choice because I don't feel like obviously being a mom of seven I know how difficult it is to raise children to you know I work practically seven days a week <laughs> I had a job a full-time job and I have my businesses that I do on the side so um it definitely takes a certain type of person to be able to consistently be able to, you know, obviously produce to make sure that your children are doing well. That's true. Um, so do you said there's two grounds on which you could try to challenge um, 
the uh, you know requirement or mandate of mm-hmm. having a vaccine in the workplace at the Teamsters Central States Pension Fund. So it was it's medical and religious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so medical you might have some kind of pre-existing condition so, that would interact with the vaccine or that would maybe irritate mm-hmm. pre-existing problems or something some well, factor that even would make within it- that that was very disgusting this is a part part two of this um a lot of my coworkers actually went in for the medical because some of them had heart issues you know um other issues that would um not do well on this vaccine and their doctor signed off the medical release to obviously explain why um, so they had a one-sheeter that your doctor had to complete, and they decided to send those out to a third party that they currently use to deny claims. So these are doctors and attorneys uh, that are out of state that don't have um, my coworkers' complete medical um, information, haven't been treated by these doctors, and they turned back and denied a lot of those. So at the beginning of the pandemic, um, not the pandemic, when the vaccine came out, um, our employer did state like they were that they wanted everyone um, vaccinated, obviously, but they they didn't foresee the medical exemptions, um, the medical or religious exemptions to be uh, like a large number. Like they literally said, we only have a handful of them. As if like- There's a limited number you can get out, like not everybody (laughs) could claim them. Right. So it's like they made their own decision. Like we're only going to issue all. It made made the impression on me that they were going to only select like six or 12 religious, whatever. So six for medical and the other one for religion. So it was just very, I, I would, biased as hell. Yeah, um, it's crazy um, thing. So they deny your, they deny your, your application for mm-hmm. an exemption from the mandate, um, on, and it, they had beef with the religious, the religion that you put down, or what? I apparently so. Yeah, that it was more like my um, my opinion and not my belief system. Um, I'm like, I've been practicing shamanism for a long ass time already. And, you know, it's like, how can I help? And I focus more so on womb healing for women. So how can I provide these services for the individuals that come for healing when my body's full of debris? You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense for myself being a practitioner that helps others as well. So that part of being a shaman too is we respect animals and the spirit of the animals so if something's tested like majority of the stuff that I use anyways is vegan cruelty free um and that's just a lifestyle obviously it's a personal lifestyle don't care what anyone else is doing but apparently they didn't like that (laughs) do you ever think about just putting catholic on there for now and see what happens it seems like an easy non you know what so that's confrontational one Catholic dog, Jesus doesn't want me getting shot. Right. With the vaccine. Well, the funny thing is, like, I was uh, raised, and obviously we raised our children through Catholic principles as well. So even within that, like, if you check my history, I I have seven children. I mean, if I wanted to abort anything, I would have started with my own. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I wouldn't have seven children if that was something that I was okay with. 
what do you, what do you mean okay with oh i mean i would have been practicing that as well like you know like i have seven children yeah. obviously abortion wasn't for me yeah. um i'm okay with everyone else obviously having that choice of of taking your own health into your own hands no judgment pass but that tells you i mean honestly like okay like this is you know she's very rigid on her lifestyle and what she's willing to do you know it just wasn't enough for my employer apparently you didn't tell me you were going to use the a word on this podcast (laughs) we're going to be talking about abortion oh sorry okay (laughs) this is a free speech (laughs) say whatever you'd like yeah because we shouldn't be offended by just fucking words, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it's not for me. Yeah, well, what we've seen is private businesses acting as private government, mm-hmm. you know? And for me... If you want to get a vaccine, you can get one. Um, if you feel like you want to try it out and get that protection, go ahead. Yeah. Um, but also, if somebody doesn't want to take it, they shouldn't have to either. It's a very core, it's a very simple principle of freedom. That's right. all it is. It's a freedom of choice regarding your speech and your privacy and what you choose to do. Because we have an experimental vaccine. Right. These these vaccines have emergency approval. They are not fully approved. That takes years to happen. Mm-hmm. Reading a book by, uh, you know, Dr. Bragan, and I've been listening to another doctor, Peter McCall, who says, you know, they, they tell you all that stuff, right? I don't have to be a doctor to repeat what they said. But, you know, this stuff takes years to get approved. So we have this experimental vaccine that they don't know the long-term side effects of that they don't really give you informed consent when you take it they don't sit you down and say hey this might cause myocarditis or you might have some heart issues mm-hmm. or some people have dropped that after taking this right um they have you sit there and wait for 15 minutes afterward to make sure you don't drop that or whatever and then that's it and it's just, it was this really weird cold process and i i took it i regret taking it i wouldn't do it again um i didn't get covid i you know, I end up taking this vaccine when I never end up getting COVID. It's like having looked back on it, I think I'd rather just have taken my chances with, well, if I get sick, I get sick and I'll do the best I can to treat early um, at home and, you know, whatever, try to make it through and stay healthy. Um, But, you know, they don't know the long-term side effects of it. Who knows what's going to happen? You might see people end up getting, you know, weird disorders or diseases and shit like that. And then I'm like starting to, I'm getting worried. I'm like, you know, shit i did that too like you literally change your dna mm-hmm. with with these viruses it's forever or these vaccines um and it's forever changed you know i mean until they get away where they can go backwards now with gene editing and stuff but that's not right away and um so the fact that it's experimental it, it should really more so than ever before it should be a, a person's individual choice right and then you get these workplaces doing it too it's like if the vaccine um, prevented you from getting it or spreading it, you know, getting COVID or spreading it uh, in the workplace, that would be a different thing. At least there would be logic to mandate that. But that's not the case. You, people still get COVID while they have the vaccine. Right. In fact, a lot of the vaccines and the boosters that they're giving now, um, the doctors that I've listened to have said, 
you know, like they're not even effective people. with the new strain. It's for out. yeah, it's for like the original one. They're giving you a COVID booster for the old one, and then they try to claim that it's like, well, you're okay, you know. All right, well, we hate to admit it, but yes, you can still get COVID while you have the vaccine, and you, and can, you can still, still spread, spread it. it. Yes. Yeah. So, so now, now you've taken a big risk because there's the reward that you're getting from taking that vaccine is not as high as they claim to be. But then they say, oh well, you know, it'll be more mild um, with the vaccine, which is isn't true at all. Well, it may be true, but they I don't think they have the data to prove it. They just make that claim. Yeah. So if they had legit, honest, like. Um, you know, data and studies that you can look at that's not like paid for by them, which is what their what their studies are. It's paid for by the pharmaceutical company to get a third party to do it, so they can like right. limit their liability, but also still kind of control it. Um, anyway, um, you know, it it might be that it's more mild, but there's no, there's just I don't know of any evidence or studies or data to prove that. Right. I think they just say that. Well, it'll, it's you know, it'll be more mild. I'm like, I don't know. I think I just had synthetic spike protein shot all over my entire fucking body like in the beginning i think they're trying to make people think like that's the crazy part about they want you to believe them but they've been inconsistent they've told they've said things that are not true you know fauci at first was saying where you know don't you don't really have to wear the mask and then it turns out it was just bullshit because they couldn't get their mask from china so they didn't want to like a run on the mask they wanted all the healthcare workers to have the ppp mm-hmm. and it's like so you're gonna lie to us for a good purpose and we're still supposed to be happy that you lied to us like you right know what i mean it's dumb <laughs> rationale right um, so yeah, it could be more mild. They just, I don't think they have the data to, to prove that right now. Yeah. And so they shouldn't, they make all these claims. I regret getting it. And I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel the same after having had it. I don't feel like, uh, I feel like different since I had it. You know. Yeah. A lot of people have, uh, mentioned that. Um, I have a lot of friends and firemen, police police force and they're all saying the same thing and a good handful of them have gotten heart issues spontaneously after getting you know the vaccine and you know to each their own you know um but it just wasn't a choice for me given my practice and what i do yeah without the rationale of the vaccine completely like stopping it or whatever right you can't get it you can't spread it mm-hmm. i don't know like why they feel they need to force people to do this it's like do you get some kind of benefit out of this exactly like, what what is it that you get from forcing us to do this other than our submission to your power and to your you know leverage that you have over us because we want to continue working and can continue having a job exactly through the force and threat of like you know getting you to take a dna changing experimental vaccine it's crazy yeah that they're they're they're, they're, they're saying here in america like yeah you're you're gonna have to take this vaccine and not to mention in chicago too like we're such a progressive you know city (laughs) um and it's my ass yeah but i mean it's no longer required anymore that's the thing like it's no longer required everywhere you go like you don't have to present your vaccine card um if you want to wear a mask you can do so it's no longer you know like it's not being pushed but my employer decided to just continue on you know mandating it um and that makes even less sense like if the government's still doing it but now you're like kind of still riding that wave of we're going to force people to take a vaccine. Right. 
It's really weird, too, the reporting on COVID. Um, well, it just banished out of nowhere. You know, the, when, when Putin invaded the Ukraine, like, <laughs> it's like nobody you, heard about COVID. COVID. For, we forgot about that shit. That's years ago. <laughs> like, Putin is in the fucking Ukraine right now. This yeah. is like World War II all over again. Right. We're going to have friggin' the president addressing the nation all the time now. Holy yeah. shit. But forget about but yeah, COVID. Yeah, they forgot about COVID. I didn't hear yeah. about the numbers. Nobody gave a fuck. No one's reporting the numbers, even though it's still active. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. And then they like, they'll tell you, this is how many there were. And then you get into whether the numbers are even accurate, you know, because some, right. some of the doctors, like the, that guy McCullough was saying, Dr. McCullough was like, he's like, sometimes it takes me a long-ass time to get a death certificate back from the county. He's like, that shit takes a while. He's like, so how are they getting these numbers, like, of deaths and shit totaled up so quickly and accurately? So, you know. Well, they were making there's, people. There's a difference between dying from COVID and dying with COVID. Yeah. So, like, the main cause could have been a fucking gunshot wound to the head, or it could have been, like, a, a, a stroke or something. Or yeah. Some kind of other thing. But, oh, you also had COVID, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, who knows? Whatever. Um, freedom all day, all fucking day, every day and twice on Sunday because it's a Lord's Day. So, yes. you know what I mean? Like, let people fucking choose. And, um, you know, let's stop with this bullshit, right? Like, I feel like. Like, hey, everybody, isn't it good to be back to normal? Right. How much healthier do you feel now that you're interacting with people and you're seeing people in person and you're helping them out in person and you're playing, you're, you know, your kids are playing sports together again? Mm-hmm. Remember when they took that away from us? Like, are you going to keep on saying yes every time they put some fucking numbers up on the TV? Yeah. They handle this so irresponsibly at, like, all levels of government. And then we, we get stuck with it. And then it's like we're, like, these fucking puppets that are just kind of, like, well, yeah, you know, here you are. You can have your shit back now. Um, you know what I mean? And like Everything's some, I, costing so much more now. The well, inflation. <laughs> all the shit you get slapped with afterwards. Right. Too. So you're wondering, like, how deep does this go here? Because you're like, you get hit with this global virus for a couple of years. Oh, and then, by the way, the fucking money you have, the dollars in your pocket aren't worth as much anymore. So now when you go to the store, you're going to pay, like, $5 a pound for your hamburger meat as opposed to, like, two ninety nine a pound, like a couple a couple months back or something. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, um, milk was like eight dollars a gallon at one point. Like I don't remember that. Holy yeah, Cermak produce, <laughs> seven ninety nine. You're shopping at the wrong place. <laughs> don't go there for your milk. Yeah, there's other more affordable ways to go to all the. I things. do, but you know, sometimes when you have to make that run, you have to make that run. Even Seven Eleven's cheaper than that, mm. and they charge a convenience fee because it's a convenience store. Oh. I don't have a 7-Eleven by me. It's bizarre. Yeah. We're loaded with them here. Like, they say America runs on friggin' Dunkin'. No, 7-Eleven. I have gotten so used to so many times when I need a gallon of milk or some shit on the way home. I'm going in there. The problem (laughs) is, you know, it's full Oreos and all those other delicious things that you shouldn't be eating. Right. They have the best snacks ever. (laughs) Have you noticed? I mean, it's made for people to either grab a friggin' bottle of something or grab, like, beer and friggin' firewood or something to go to the barbecue. Yeah. Or, yeah, when you get really stoned and you go in there and you buy a bunch <laughs> of shit, they have everything you want. Yeah, they like, do. Like, that place is like a stoner's dream come true. You go in there and it's like fucking half-baked the movie. Yeah. You want some Laffy Taffy. You want some fucking gummy bears. You want some cookies. Yeah. They got Nutter Butter. The they sweating, got Oreo. Swedish they got fucking, fish. They get their donuts from a bomb-ass bakery. I think my wife was telling me that these... Donuts here at these 7-Elevens in the area are from Tellerico Bakery. Nice, like, I think it's Italian bakery. It sounds Italian, Tellerico. Mm. Anyway, um, they, apparently they get their donuts from there. 
And one night I got fucking hooked up. You know, I'm always making <laughs> friends with, with like the people you know who work there or whatever. I'm chatting with the guy. I'm grabbing a couple of donuts. I'm like, man, I just gotta you know I gotta taste for something sweet, a little carby, whatever. Which I stopped eating carbs, but for the most part, like very low carb. Anyway, <laughs> the guy hooks me up with the extra donuts. He's like, I've already written them off. We can't sell them after a certain time, so. Take the last four or five. I'm like, fuck, yeah. That's nice. One time I got hooked up at the tamale spot, too. They were closing at eight, and they're like, we're going to throw these out if you don't take them. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Thank you. Lucky. Tamale gods out there <laughs> fucking hooking me the up. The tamale gods and the donut tamale gods. lottery. Yeah. Freedom. Get to choose. Absolutely. To choose if you want to have it. It's the way it should be. When did we get to the point where freedom is like takes a, a back seat? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, that's kind of like, I don't know. I had to think about this one like hard and, you know, meditating on this. And I'm like, it isn't who I am. And I'm going to make a permanent alteration to my body uh, for a temporary fund. Like a job is not secure at all. Like you yeah, can you, get you released. Get fired tomorrow. Exactly. So the way I look at it, I've encountered so much discrimination just working there as it is. Um, I'm like, well, if I take it, I'm pretty sure something else is going to brew up afterwards. And I'm like, you know what? It's not for me at the end of the day. It's not for me. It doesn't feel right. Um, and given that I did a lot of research doing these uh, religious exemptions for other people, it's like, man, this all boils. It doesn't matter what religion you pick. It all boils down to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so choose yourself always. There was, they say Operation Warp Speed and boy, they mean it. They wanted everybody to quickly get vaccinated. Like, just get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's gonna be fucking free. We're paying for it with your tax dollars and Pfizer is gonna make a fucking killing. Oh, yeah. Well, they were incentivizing people, too, with Lala tickets. Lollapalooza tickets, remember? Like, what? That's crazy. I didn't mm -hmm. really hear too much about that, but yeah, I really don't think. They were like I gift definitely cards. think that's got to be all sorts of unethical, you know, if yeah. not outright illegal. Um, but yeah, I feel like I was kind of like, there was an Operation Warp Speed. Everybody was pushing in that direction, like get the vaccine. And I'm like, man, if I'm risking getting a virus, it might fuck you up real bad. You know, maybe I'll take the synthetic shit. It'll be better or something like that. But I didn't really think about it that way. And I started talking to more people who were like, dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm too concerned for my health to take something that's experimental at this point, which is probably the reasonable approach, right? Right. And I feel like after it, I'm like, man, why didn't I think about it more in that way? Um, because, like, now these people still have their body, you know, pure, untainted or changed by a vaccine that we don't know the long-term effects of. Right. And um, so I feel like I kind of got, like, swindled in that direction, if you will. Plus, I learned a lot more about the vaccine afterward. Right. Like, when, you know, um, Dr. McCall announced on the Rogan podcast, he was like, uh, the one thing they don't tell you is that the uh, vaccines now carry a warning label that says it may cause myocarditis, which is swelling of the heart. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and it's ultra rare, though. Like, they like to say, like, it's a rare. It's not rare. Kids are no, getting not. this. It's not. Yeah. I mean, in the term, I mean, like, without pulling up numbers to, like, satisfy the people who are like, dude, we're just having a conversation. But people are always like, why don't you cite something? That's why I've been mentioning fucking doctor's names so many times. But uh, 
in terms of the total number of people that got it and the side effects that we're seeing, like McCall was saying basically that um, a lot of other drugs would have been pulled for the, side, the, the amount of side effects they've had and the mm-hmm. amount of like adverse incidents. But they're just pushing this fucking vaccine for everybody to take it. Like you got the, you got the fucking virus unleashed on the world, you know, Nobody got to leave Wuhan to go to the rest of China or vice versa, but they were letting planes go all over the world, so shit got spread all over the fucking world. And now we want you to take this vaccine, too. And I feel like it was it, it was here for a long time because everyone was getting sick prior to, like, everyone announcing, like, COVID is here. I don't um, know, maybe. And I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I, I got tested for the flu, strep throat, and nothing came out positive. They're like, well, we don't know what... But there were so many limited tests at that time that, you know, unless you were really, really sick, you were able to get, you know, tested, but I didn't. Um, and then I finally did get COVID, got tested, tested positive for it, and it was horrible. It was horrible. I'm not going to lie, but I didn't die. <laughs> you know, I didn't die. I survived it. Um, it was a long recovery, um, but it is what it is. Like, I took whatever... Um, I did a lot of essential oils, Epsom salt baths to kind of help. It's like making sure that you clear up. Um, sea, sea moss is really good because it controls the mucus. Um, and that's pretty much what COVID does is like it overflows your system with mucus around your lungs. And as long as you're keeping that clear and going, I mean, you're good. And, you know, just like any any illness, all you want to do is sleep. You have a horrible headache, but you really had to get up and move to kind of get everything going. To avoid being in a real lot of pain, because mm-hmm. if you sat still, it was worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get COVID, but, um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like I learned a lot more, more about the vaccine afterward, but there was such, such a push to get everybody to do it. Right. You get sucked up in that, and you go ahead and do it, and it's too late now. It shit's in your body. It goes all over your body. It doesn't stay where the shot goes. Mm-hmm. It literally goes to all Into parts your of your body, strength. from yeah. the fucking feet. To, to the fucking head you know what yeah. I mean and so it has a chance to damage any of that shit because it's a spike protein it's just it's a synthetic version of it it's not like the actual virus but you know I, it's like if you're gonna even try to mandate this shit it's like the information campaign about the possibilities of what this might do to you should be fucking first like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do the fucking shutdowns and all that shit like they did anyway well, then at least people let people make a fucking informed decision before they go get that stuff. You know? Yeah, I agree. And it's like, I'm not saying my shit's perfect, but like my belief, but like, I mean, stop me when I'm like not saying things that reflect fucking the reality we've just been through. Like mm-hmm. everybody be honest with yourselves. Come on, right? Let's real talk. So, and and for people to think that like not having a choice in the matter is the better of the two options, it never, ever is, ever every time like government interferes or they take control of something it's hard to ever get that back that choice it leads to other fucking similar measures when similar problems arise how many more times is this shit gonna happen right like fucking you don't really see too many viruses jumping from fucking an animal to a person that infects the whole world but that's what they expect us to believe this was that's what they want it was man-made <laughs> it's my opinion yeah. my opinion let me just me, yeah is it your opinion that it, you yeah know, what's your opinion on the matter most likely man-made right right most likely and we get stuck with this fucking bullshit you know what i mean 
And so remember it be the at the beginning, the individual. They shouldn't be forcing these right. shit on at us. the beginning. It was only affecting adults, and the kids were okay. And now the new variants getting the kids. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, we didn't wipe out enough people as it is. Like let's start up another variant. Um, so it, you know, it's challenging times. I don't um, judge anyone who obviously took it. It's I'm freedom of choice. That's what I'm saying too, and I think it's the easiest because people should realize then. If you just stand for the freedom of choice in the matter, you don't have to be on Either the side. vax team or the anti-vax right. team. Like if you if you're all into it, you don't even have to like argue with the fucking Trump supporter about this or that or whatever. It's like right. If, if if we just believe we say, hey, you know what? I'm entitled to believe in the vaccine and go take it and take fucking multiple, yeah. you know, boosters and all this shit. But you're free not to too, and that's cool. Like yeah, I'm not going to try to force you to do it, knowing, you know, they. I think they kind of tried to withhold that for a while about the vaccines that you can still get covid and spread it with the vaccine so when that rationale fails like people should just be like dude it's about freedom man make the fucking choice yourself because yeah then we're not arguing about this shit no division is, is and they really did like you said like they really uh pinpointed these issues like it was a republican or a democrat you know and if you felt you didn't want to get vaccinated you're a republican well that's not true for me <laughs> You know, and part of our democracy is freedom of choice. Whatever happened to that? My body, my choice. Like, that shit went out the window with the vaccine. It's like, fuck it. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. It, it was, yeah. Big time. Big time. Um, They're just like, you know, do it. It's going to get us all back to normal. Everybody's got to get on board with this. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But it is what it is. I mean, moving forward, right? Like, that's the only thing I can do. I'm definitely filing through EEOC, uh, the labor board, and taking my steps and measures uh, for that because it was an unjust, um, you know, termination. Um, I didn't call in those days. I was literally locked out of work. And we do have a provision in our contract that they're not allowed to lock us out. Uh, no so lockout. It was, an, it was an illegal lockout, though? Um or well that's do you do you think i'm not I, asking you to give a legal opinion on that, but do you think it was legal? absolutely absolutely um and it started off with like uh allowing our team of hr reps and legal team to make their own personal decision on who can get it or who can't and it's just funny that the activists were just like, absolutely, we're not granting those bitches nothing, you know. So it's myself and 12 others um, and various. And it's funny because one of one of the girls who um, who actually applied for it and got it, like she legitimately put on her form like, I just like holistic stuff. You know, I'm a holistic person, you know, um, and wasn't true at all. But I'm like, hey, if it works, it fucking works, you know. Yeah, well, another thing about freedom and, like, religion and all that is, like, you should be free to practice mm -hmm. whatever religion you want or none at all, and that shouldn't be a fucking problem either. Right. And you should be able to object no matter what. Like, I just, I don't want to take this shit, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in putting it in my body. Like, let's get some fucking long-term fucking data or something. I know I know, I get it, right? It's a pandemic. you got to have something out right away. But it's, like, make it a freedom of choice issue then because – yeah. Fucking, if you don't know what the long-term side effects are, you're going to ask all these people to do yeah. this shit. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. So I'm my really thing was, about it, too. Yeah, my thing was more like, you know, I'm a healer, and I can't have debris. I can't perform Reiki. I can't do shamanic soul retrievals when I'm struggling internally with things that shouldn't be in my body, you know? So that was my basis. But when I started doing more and more research, it was like, what the hell? Like, really? <laughs>
Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, we'll see how this all goes. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're saying there's some spikes in variants, and um, Rogan had on another doctor recently. I can't remember the name off his name off the top of my head, but he was basically saying that it's his belief that the variants are actually variants of the original and not of the additional strains that came out. So you have Alpha was a variant or whatever it was, or you mm-hmm. know, maybe Beta. Delta, you know, all kind of they do in an order of alphabet or whatever. How, however, they did it. I feel like they they're out of alphabetical order on some of these variants that they <laughs> they listed. But I don't know if they're trying to do that to mind fuck us too. Yeah. What happened to the H variant? <laughs> you know I mean, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one they either. Skipped all the way to O after fucking gamma or whatever. B, like wh- which one was B? Beta, maybe I don't know. <laughs> whatever. I'm just. It's all the Greek alphabet shit they're using for this or whatever. But um, in any event. <clears throat> They, he was saying that there are variants of the actual original. So it's like the one you're getting is not like a variant of the Delta. It's a variant of the original coronavirus. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? So now you have to worry about fucking variants or whatever. We didn't hear anything, like I said, when Putin fucking invaded Ukraine. We <laughs> no, didn't really hear anything. No variants. Now there's yeah. some couple of variants we're talking about again. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of it all. I just know that going forward, like me as a person, as an American... I just want the choice to be ours. Whatever we have to do to, you know, to do that. Like, if you don't want to shut down your business, don't fucking shut it down. Right. Right? Like, I know they're worried about surges and shit. And it's like, you know, maybe you got to change the way you handle things and stop forcing people to do shit and let's see how they fucking turn out. Because the book I'm reading, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey, the author says, like, um, a, a principle of like public health or whatever during a pandemic is that the more people can go about their lives as normal and get by the healthier they will be mentally and physically yeah i get it it's a very contagious virus which is which was is what makes us even more fucked up but people got to go about their lives as normal and it's like they 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 locked everybody down when you know just thinking about what i've heard the evidence i've heard or the you know the rationales that i've heard it's like it probably would have been better to let young, healthy people who are not displaying symptoms just go about their lives. If you're overweight, you're obese, you're elderly. Right. If you're, you know, you got diabetes or something, then quarantine. Take that time, work from home, do whatever. Right. But like, everybody else, like, you know what I mean? They, there's this concept that um, I heard somebody talking about on Rogan. It was called, like, uh, the misuse of fear, basically. Mm-hmm. So they had everybody scared to, like, be around their families. And then, you know, a lot of families would end up getting, like, people would all get sick with COVID. But the problem is, like, one factor that worked against us as a people during this pandemic is that we live largely paycheck to paycheck in America. Most working people do. And it's hard for them to take off work because what you'd have is people saying, they're like, and, you know, I got a headache, blah, 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 or whatever. Or I got fucking, I'm not feeling well. I was like, dude, stay home. You get, you should quarantine. They're like, well, you know, I got to – they won't even tell you that they're feeling the symptoms just going to work. Or right. alternatively, some people that had it just had very, very mild symptoms where they would – you wouldn't you couldn't distinguish it between allergies or a common right. head cold. Because some people had it, like, super mild. And, like, like, I have a friend, a personal friend who fucking told me this. He had a very mild case of coronavirus. And fucking – they all lived together in the same house. And the mom got it. She fucking died. Oh my god! They were close to me, and I, 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 I saw him recently, and it seems like emotionally he was at peace with it, at least on the surface in public. But um, very heavy news to hear. 
And so he had a very mild case, but his mom, I don't know if she had some right. asthmatic issues or, right. you know, fuck, and some other complicating factors. Um, but, yeah, so that's the weird thing about this. It could be that people are lying and they're going into work, you know, sick and just don't want to miss the paycheck because they can't afford to. So we're, we're set up in a society where, like, we have to chase the dollar no matter what. That's a mm-hmm. tough challenge, right? Um, and then the other one is that some people had it very mild. It was very hard to distinguish. And then the next person that gets it, though, can have this terrible case. Yeah. But still, I mean, what what was the real cost to people, not just in terms of money, but mentally and physically and health-wise, of being locked up for almost two years, right? Like, what does that really look like? They were talking about domestic violence being higher, which oh, I could see yeah. it very well. Of you're course. locked around each other. You have nothing to do but nag and pick at each other. And then money's a problem. So you're fucking, there's extra tension. There's all these factors going on at once. Then you have people drinking more than they, they had in a long time. People are depressed. They're fucking, a lot of people suicidal out there. Children, you know, not even be able to see mouse move when they're trying to learn because their, their teacher's wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask too. And this whole thing of wear your mask, like, now you have these generations of kids that are like automatically obedient with something like this and will remember this and god it'll be interesting to see what these young kids think about it in the future when they talk about it when they're older you know what my kids actually enjoyed staying home <laughs> to be honest what about the masks and all that? um they're honestly i don't have anything uh against the mask if you want to wear them wear them so i'm kind of like the same on it i wore my mask for the most part um you know, going out, um, I didn't really mind it. I'm like, good, I don't have to smile at people. <laughs> you know, I don't have to make conversation with no one. Um, but well, you're such a social person, though. I don't get it. I'm not. I am. We're t- sitting here talking and laughing <laughs> on a podcast on a Sunday. How are you not? I mean, you don't like to do this how public too. Hi, good morning, hello. Yeah, I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. I, like, I am to a certain extent, but I'm not. You know, like I'm very reserved. Like I read energies before. Try to assess the energy. Yeah. Do like, I want to interact with this other being? Or yeah. Should I keep my distance? Exactly. So I'm like, hmm. Um, it definitely, so my kids loved it. Um, I was able to, I, I felt like I had a redo with my children. It was stressful. Don't get me wrong. It was very stressful, like having to work, get my kids breakfast, you know, jam a lot of things. And then we're all living in the same place, obviously. And, it was a lot of pivoting points that I had to do. Like I had to start up a new um, schedule to kind of get everything going. And of course I started at the beginning like, oh my God, I'm, I'm gonna get to cook all this other stuff. And you're just exhausted by like 2.30. Like, okay, I have to manage all these schedules and still work and still produce and then still answer my annoying bosses like calls and stuff. So, I mean, it it to me, I'm like, I got to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I've never been able to stay at home with my kids. So I had that experience of just being there for my children 24-7. Was it annoying sometimes? Absolutely, because sometimes they didn't want to get up. Um, but they loved it. They're like, man, we get to eat whatever we want. Now, when we they went back to school, everyone was getting sick. Like, I was literally running to the kids' school, like, two, three times. Like, oh, Miss Laguna is like your other kid is sick like come pick him up I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me I was in the urgent care like maybe three to four times a week because they wouldn't accept my kids back I'm like well yeah because I'm doing home cooked meals 
to feeding them all this highly processed food so their stomachs are not used to it. So I had to pack a few lunches and that's where it kind of got a little bit more difficult because they're like, oh, they have to, you know, when the regulation was like, you have to quarantine. You know, now I have to drop off my kids at school. I have one quarantining. I'm like, well, wait a minute. If one is being quarantined, shouldn't I keep the rest? You know what I mean? At home. So it was a, a learning curve when they went back. to. Now that they're fully back in and there's not all these regulations, it's like they have a headache. You're going to the nurse's station and that's it. You're just chilling there. <laughs> yeah, go talk to the nurse. Yeah, go talk to good? the Yeah. Unless they were throwing up, then. I'm going to use the washroom real quick. And oh, then, yeah. Do you want another beer, by chance? I think yeah. I one more. And yeah. We'll wrap it up again on that. Yeah. Let's and then we'll talk about pivoting. Yes. We're about yeah. to pivot to pivoting. Stay okay. tuned. We're about to pivot to pivoting, yo. Yeah. Break time. Yay. My bones hurt from sitting down so long. My old, creaky leg <laughs> joints. I had to get up and move. <laughs> My eyelashes coming off. I'm like, what the fuck? Hang in there. Just hang in there. Right it's like hanging out on the last little limb. It's like kind of like <laughs> fighting the good fight. Like it is. TikTok. So my TikTok account got uh, approved um, for a business because um, the TikTok accounts are primarily for personal use, but mine's got approved for so I could display my business on there. So like when I sell the Kukui sprays and um, all of my stuff that I sell, like that's fucking amazing. So it's cool beans, man. Did I even? Okay. Really? Oh, because of the data collecting? How much more addictive can they make these fucking things? What? How much more addictive can they make those? I know. Those fucking uh, I love them though. <laughs> those freaking videos of Instagram. 
Graham wasn't a dick of a girl. Already, Snapchat. You should probably make um, a TikTok for your podcast. Thanks, Amigo. And are these beers like common? Do they sell them everywhere? You have to. Yeah. Yeah, you can get there like any grocery store. Maybe maybe Seven Eleven or convenience store, but not all of them have it. Like they stick to the main main ones. This one's kind of like you'll see it most places, but like if it's it's at a certain gas station, it might not have a big enough cooler to keep all the sugar. But yeah, you can get like Jewel, Shop and Save over here. Uh, Any liquor store will have it. Like any any liquor store that's like big enough. Bennies or something guarantee they got it. I got my first pair of like mom jeans. I don't know if I'm liking these. Those are the mom jeans. These are the mom. They go like all the way up. Is that what makes them mom jeans? I guess. Yeah. But I'm feeling. These are at my belly button. (laughs) They're like above my belly button. (laughs) Is that that's an odd look? I feel like. Steve I feel Urkel like a grandma. <laughs> family Matters back in the day, yeah. or whatever it was. Uh, you want that lime? Oh, I lime. got some lime. Yeah. I got one. We're going with a fat it's one. very refreshing, though. So good. So good. So good. So good. Oh, oops. I should have used that here. I'll drop it. All right. Back at it. Back at it. Little break, little refresher, and uh, we're back on, back at it. So, um, pivoting in life, pivoting. Yes. So, how am I going to pivot now? So, thankfully, you know, I have my two businesses that I'm running. So, um, this definitely will take a huge chunk, um, you know, and I think that things happen for a reason. You know, I feel, I strongly feel with, I feel 100% that I made the right decision. Um, and, you know, I'm going to focus on growing, obviously, the the goddess temple. Um, I open the doors. I'm doing body cavitations, um, obviously, to target uh, different areas of your body of wanted fat. Um, and it's funny because... I was setting up and I kept having people come in and they're like, oh, well, can you do an alignment of chakras on me right now? I'm like, whoa, like people are just like walking in. I'm not like officially, officially open, but I'm getting a good, uh, you know, people coming in. Foot traffic. That's awesome. Yeah. And the weddings are flooding, you know. The weddings are something that I that I love to do. I love to be a minister and officiate weddings. Um, but I feel like everyone should... Um, anyone who has a job, you're, it's really good to have a baseline of income coming in, studying, uh, steady income coming in. Um, and then also like focus on your passions. Like, what do you love in life? Like, what do you want to pursue? 
excuse me, and kind of pursue that. So um, I will be studying for my broker's exam during this time. Now I actually have the downtime to do it. So, you know, I'm excited, you know. Well, it sounds like, um, like you say, everything does happen for a reason. And so, you know, it's, it's always hard to walk away from a steady income. But at the same time, if you can make it well enough doing the businesses that you're doing, and those things make you happy already. Like you have inherent happiness there and you got to go enjoy it. Yeah. And so, yeah, grow it for sure. Um, sounds like the wedding business is going very well. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the temple will be going very well as well. Once you're there more full time to like start letting people in, like, yeah, now not only are we here, but we're open too. like, come on in, let's talk. Yeah. You, know, you want your chakras aligned. You want, uh, do you want some body contouring or whatever? Yeah, you know, good to go. body contouring. I did a, actually a mix of, um, I did a womb healing on um, a lady who came in and she's like, I don't know, I haven't been well ever since I had my baby. And that does happen to a lot of women after they have their babies, you know, that postpartum. Um, it's traumatic how they, you know, how doctors want you to give birth now. They don't want you to go into labor naturally. They want to induce you and then freaking yank your baby out so um so yeah i'm kind of like perhaps maybe a birth coach i'm looking into that since i'm always being called to serve that purpose <laughs> randomly like hey you have seven kids like i'm having this issue i'm like dude i'm not a doctor <laughs> you know like go see your doctor um i actually helped deliver one of my neighbor's baby at home she had a home birth during covid um and that was interesting because she's like, hey, I have this dilemma. My my um, my midwife, she's she can't come in. Midwife, where are we in very old England? <laughs> a lot of people are opting. You Call know, the midwife, people. sir. <laughs> the baby is on its way. Yeah. So, Dito, I felt so bad. I'm like, well, I'm not an expert. She's like, but you had seven kids. I'm like, I know, but I'm not an expert. So I understood why she needed the help, obviously, because her fiance at the time was panicking and he didn't know what the fuck to do obviously most men don't but um he passed out during birth like the fuck <laughs> you know so it was embarrassing for him and obviously she needed help during that time and now don't call me for uh births because i i'm not an expert <laughs> It just kind of happened. Like, she's like, I really trust you. I need your help. And I'm like, okay, I'll be over. And I just walked the block over. And I'm like, oh, wow. So you're crowning already. Like, this is it, you know? <laughs> she's walking into a gruesome scene of beautiful childbirth going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and the fiance, I mean, I'm like, well, you're going to have to get in the water to kind of help the baby, you know, come up. And he just passed the fuck out. He's like, you want me to do what? And he, bloop. I'm like, Damn. oh boy. <laughs> so I had to jump in there <laughs> and help. I'm like, I'm so connected to her baby. It's funny. I'm like, wow, we're sharing fluids together. Jesus. Yeah, Ugh. that was weird, but it happens. Maybe a birth coach. I do um, firmly believe that a lot of women need a birth coach that are there to honor what they want during the time. Because, I mean, it, whether you deliver in a hospital or you deliver at home, you need someone to kind of center you and ground you during that time because it's chaotic. It is. For sure. Yeah. You want to kill everybody. <laughs> well, when you're about to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're about to give life, but you also have murderous tendencies. Yes, as well. you do. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Craziness, craziness. Yeah. What else about pivoting? Also pivoting. You know, don't always take obstacles as it's the end of the world. You know, like embrace it, embrace it, and see where you're being called to. You know. It's going to lead you to your next, you know, destination. And I'm enjoying the process. Like, this is my first week. I I will tell you, like, personally, like, I was able to enjoy spring break with my kids. I've never been able to enjoy spring break with them because I've always worked. So to have this amazing, you know, sure, it's shitty circumstances, right? But the beauty in it is that I'm able to say, I don't even understand how I even had a job, to be honest. Like, I'm like, how did I even work a week ago or two weeks ago now? Like, how did I do all these things? And reflecting back and looking at my journal, like, oh my God, like I was stressed like all the time. I had to meditate multiple times a day to kind of ground myself. And now I don't have that anymore. My blood sugars are consistently steady like they're not increased even on an empty stomach like everything is going well that's awesome sounds like a good place mentally physically and mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. how long ago did they terminate you oh there's uh so i got the letter this saturday so i was locked yesterday yeah so as of the 14th i'm no longer working with them or something like that i'm not sure yeah the 14th was thursday so that's when I was I had my third supposedly the third unexcused absence, but it was literally me being locked out of my laptop and the building. Interesting stance that the uh, Teamsters have taken because, just as an outsider, you know, knowing, you know, my dad I came from a union family. My dad was an electrician. I have Teamster friends that are in these locals that you know and that you know all this. And I would think that the Teamsters would be the one fighting against the employers about mandates and not the, them actually mandating the workers do this. So it's it's an interesting thing. Like, usually you would think it would be like the union's kind of like, no, we got your back, like freedom of choice type of thing. Yeah. So Instead, the union... it's kind of like, okay, we're not worried about the companies you work at. We're, we're going to toe the line ourselves. We're going to make you get the vaccine. So the thing is, like, Central anymore. State's pension fund, I mean, it's – you know, the Teamsters and then Central States Pension Fund. Um, so my union actually petitioned, they went to arbitration. And from what I hear from those stewards that were there, they're like, literally, the the lawyer made some good valid points, but he kind of just slept on a lot of things. Like he just, you know, kind of let the employer, you know, win this. So they did win the arbitration. They did win, you know, multiple cases where they wanted to mandate this, which is again pretty crazy because you know we're teamsters working for teamsters but you know at the end of the day like you know it has to follow its process and hopefully we get a really good result from it but either way it's like i'm on my own mission and my own you know going through my own stuff so who knows where where this will lead but i'm super excited you know and i feel like everyone I know it's hard times for everyone, but it's like take that time to, you know, if it's important for you. And one thing I I was labeled that my statement was not heartfelt. I don't know what else could be more heartfelt than a mom of seven, a single mom of seven standing up for her beliefs, getting terminated. If that's not heartfelt for you, (laughs) I don't know what else will be that, you know? Yeah. And what what is why is 
being heartfelt, like, even a factor in determining whether they're going to make this determination. Or right. Like, you know what I mean? You have the freedom to practice religion or not practice it and fucking object on those grounds. And yeah. Let's all yeah. go on with our merry fucking lives here, you know? Exactly. Crazy times. It is very crazy times, but we're pivoting right now. We Cheers. Pivoting. We're pivoting over here, pivoting into a Michelob with some limes in it. Nice yes. and refreshing, light beer. But yeah, the craziness about the times is like, did you ever think um, we as adults would be faced with the decision of choosing an experimental vaccine uh, or a paycheck or a right. job? Like, that's the pr- the choice is presented to so many Americans now, right? Uh, including the U.S. military. Our good friend Matt, who has been on this mm-hmm. podcast, was like, in, he was in, in charge of and involved with not only getting the vaccine himself in order to stay in the military, but making sure that his fellow troops uh, also received it, yeah. received it as well. It's kind of crazy. Well, they always test everything on <laughs> on the soldiers, unfortunately, you know, all these. It's unfortunate, but they always uh, roll out all these different variants and vaccines and medication they need to take, you yeah, know. They They're experimental, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not all necessarily, but some for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what what a, what a crazy time when that's a choice most Americans, or not a, most Americans, but a lot of Americans have to face is a paycheck or get the fucking vaccine. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, let's definitely all think about it um, as a people and fucking figure out what we gotta do. Petitions, Stand lobbying the government, ground. all the shit like freedom of fucking choice is right. what we want. And, otherwise, and that's. Like you said, you know, as as a parent that I am, like, what example am I giving my children? That when your beliefs are not heart-received or heartfelt enough for an employer, you have to roll over for them? Absolutely not. Especially not for temporary funds, you know. So if anything, this has strengthened my why and why is it that I do the things that I do? Why is it that I focus healing on women and men as well but more so on women and why is it more important to create a, a healing space for women to come into well keep on focusing on it um sounds like you're in the right mental position to, to really do well and uh, you know i hope to see you each week for our podcast you know barring when we're out of town or something <laughs> yeah and uh we got a lot of good people come on they'll be talking about stuff like this and more stuff like this coming up and so uh you know yeah go get after it and really use this opportunity to grow your dreams into something even bigger i guess you know you're already doing well i I see the pictures all the time online with the weddings so that's going well um you know and now you're telling me you're getting people that want to come in right away like they're glad you're there probably they're hoping for a nice new place like what you have so that's awesome so well, uh, you know, COVID is contagious, and so is happiness. Yes. So Facts. spread fucking happiness all over. Be nice, man. Mm-hmm. Say hello to people. Greet them. Good morning. Goodbye. It can get you day. free tamales and donuts. <laughs> Adios. Hasta luego. I'll see you soon, hopefully. Con cuidado, everybody. Be careful see. out there. Fucking be nice to local people. Add a little extra tip on top. I know fucking yes. it's hard to let go of those dollars, even though they're <laughs> worth less now with inflation or whatever, but fucking lay it on them. Let's be good to each other, man. Fucking, you know, good people make each other good. And so, you know, go go far places. Make this world 
the place that we want to be in and be positive and fucking be the change you want to see in this world. That's what I'm doing every day. Amen. Go out there just being nice to people when I see them, Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. It's a great routine. I fucking love it. I'm blessed. I was thinking about this before we got started. You know, the thing I love about doing this podcast here is it's like it's a legit setup. Like, I have everything yes. I need at my fingertips. If I want something, it's here. You sneeze? Oh, what a gentleman I am. I have the tissue. I have the tissue. Um, and sanitizer. And yeah, sanitizer. Yeah, and you can bottles. sanitize your organs, too, <laughs> with all the... Sanitize my organs? With liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, I'm kidding. I didn't catch on to the joke right away. Oh. I didn't know. But yes, of course, alcohol cleanses the germs, gets rid of the inner cuckooies. Yes. Or it creates more of them. Uh, yeah. Don't drink too much. Moderation. But yes, so uh, be good to yourself, be good to your family, be good to your community. Keep on tuning in. So many good guests coming up. So much more good conversation. We're just going to wrap. We want to be here for you to have some voices to listen to. And maybe you're feeling what we're saying. Hopefully you stand for freedom just like we do because that's going to be the biggest fucking theme in this whole thing. Blessings, freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, fucking privacy, all that shit that the fucking Americans have known and loved for years, baby. I'm going to repeat it over and over and over again. Civil liberties, First Amendment, the whole fucking thing. Let's fucking march together with people and fucking... Go sing in the rain, goddammit. <laughs> Facts. So stay blessed, everybody. We'll see you next time. We love you. Happy Bye. Easter to you and your families. Yes. Peace out. Peace. What a fucking cool-ass podcast.